Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Tom Korski is the editor of Black Blocks Reporter. He joins us on the program today. Tom, thanks very much for taking the time. How are you? Oh, I'm well. Thank you, Roy. So there are, first of all, congratulations on the work that you do. You, you, you are plugged in, sir. You are really plugged in. Now, that's very gracious. I, this is going to be the nicest call I get this week. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll record it and play it back before you go to bed at night. <laughs> I don't get any of those at all, Tom. Oh, my goodness. Let's start. There's several stories I want to talk to you about and get some background from you. The uh, heritage minister, Stephen Gilbeau, you found out that uh, he owes back taxes to Revenue Quebec, which is a source of embarrassment to Monsieur Gilbeau and to the government. What's the story there? Interesting. Uh, I, we could not find any reference to, since income tax was introduced uh, in 1917, as a matter of fact, of any member of cabinet, cabinet member, who uh, was in tax arrears at the same time as, of course, you're sitting around a cabinet table amending the Income Tax Act. The irony is noted. Uh, Minister Gibo, in this case, would not say the arrears, but uh, it's over $10,000. He said that he's on some sort of payment plan. We could not determine, in fact, whether uh, his uh, MP's pay is being garnished by uh, Revenue Quebec. Embarrassing. A lot of questions about that. Uh, there was a time, Roy, where that would disqualify you from serving in cabinet as being one of the premier legislators in the country. Can't be a tax delinquent and make tax law at the same time, unless you're Steve Gibo. Unless you're Steve, yeah. So, also the story about the Canadian ambassador who was uh, parachuted into Afghanistan by the current government, declaring that diplomats were ready for developments in that country. Not so much, it would appear. What's the story on that one, Tom? inexplicable, uh, Roy, and this really begs for parliamentary hearings, and w- I think that's inevitable once the 44th Parliament is uh, sworn in. There will be committee hearings on this like nobody's business. This is Ambassador Reed Sears. This is not just anybody. This is not some uh, political appointee who was overwhelmed and confused by uh, events in Kabul. He used to be head of director of security for the entire Department of Foreign Affairs. He was the man. He was Mr. Security in the department. He testified two years ago at uh, the Senate Foreign Affairs Committee and boasted of their preparedness in Kabul, in Afghanistan, how prepared they were. They had sessions. They had training. Everyone knew what to do. Everyone knew it was a terrorist zone. We're on the job, said Ambassador Sears. I understand, Roy, it doesn't fall to everyone to be a hero. It doesn't fall to every captain to go down with a ship. In the ambassador's case, he was not only did not go down with a ship, he was one of the first in the lifeboats. He left Kabul by a flight 11 days before the last Canadian flight. He left literally women and children, Canadian citizens just like you and I, to what his own department identified as threats of murder, bombing, street crime, kidnapping, you name it, in Kabul. That was our ambassador. He has a lot to answer for. He's now in hiding, right? Not, not in Afghanistan. He's in hiding in Ottawa. He won't come within 50 feet of a reporter. No, I, I doubt it. And that uh, we should also remind people that the last Canadian flight, EVAC flight, out of Kabul airport took place five days before the deadline for the American military to leave 
on the 31st of August. So it's really particularly, I find it disturbing that the ambassador would do, as you've pointed out, he has done. No wonder he doesn't want to speak about it. Uh, the, the other issue here is, and this is very important, is Ottawa spending. We talk about what our federal government spends money on. And if it's justifiable and if it's positive and it's necessary, then great. But there were some questions, significant questions, and you raised them at Black Logs, about questionable aid projects to benefit Afghani people. What's that about? How much? They spent almost a billion, didn't they? It was almost a billion. It was over $930 million. Now, this is after 2014, of course, after the troops came home. And there was a lot of money went out through the Department of Foreign Affairs and Afghan aid. What was interesting is the auditors in the department looked into this, and they had a lot of questions. Their, their questions were, for instance, why was so much money spent? And they interviewed people inside the department. These are employees of the Department of Foreign Affairs commenting on Department of Foreign Affairs spending, who said there was pressure to spend. This was apparently how we were marking a victory, was just shoveling the money, hundreds of millions of dollars, just get it out as quickly as possible. The auditors said that it was too fast, too soon with no demonstrable results. Think about this. <laughs> I am thinking about money. it, Tom. It, it's like they're throwing it from a helicopter. Yep. There, there were uh, programs, there was funding. It had nothing to do with conditions on the ground. De decisions were made back at headquarters in Ottawa, so the auditors said. There was no demonstrable result. And the whole point was to keep putting marks on the board, and every time you borrowed and spent another dollar in Afghan aid, they gave themselves a point. It didn't make any sense, did it? No, it did not. At Minding Ottawa on Twitter, how can our listeners subscribe and uh, and, and take advantage of Blacklocks reporting? I appreciate that, Roy. We're at blacklocks.ca. It does cost money. We're not subsidized, but uh, we, uh, we do work at it. We do follow the money, Roy. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.